0: All right, and we are starting from uh, the, the bottom of the page. Diyo kedeh lichtov, ink. How much ink are you high for carrying? So kedeh lichtov, so um, uh, two letters. So tano shteh osios Bidyo, two letters with ink, and shteh osios bikulmas, or two letters that's inside the pen. Okay, the the, you know, the, the the feather that you write with. also speak or the two letters that are in the ink well. Okay, enough ink to write two letters, no matter what it's in. Okay, okay so either you have dry ink that's enough to write two letters, or you have a, a feather that has the ink in it enough to write two letters. Or you have it in the inkwell that has enough ink to write two letters. All of those, you're for, for, uh, for carrying that much ink. So, Boy Rava, so Rava has a question on this. What if I have solidified ink enough for one, only for one letter? And I have a colmus which has liquid ink in the colmus, enough only for one letter. Or oh, I have enough uh, only in the inkwell for uh, of liquid also only for one letter. Do they combine to each other? Mahu take a we rain with the question. So it's not clear what the deal is. Next question. Amarava Hotsi Ste Osios. You took out two um two letters. Vikasvan halach. And then he wrote it down while walking. So, in other words, I took out enough ink, and then while I'm walking, I wrote down um, on the p- on the piece of paper the two letters. So now I did. So, so even though I'm still walking, chayiv, I'm still chayiv. Even though normally when I carry something from inside to outside, I'm not chayiv until I stop walking. But when it comes to writing, that's a different story. Because the writing is the placing down. Because I placed the ink on the paper and that's, where, that's considered um, as if it got to its final place. Yes, Mati, what's uh, the question? Yeah. Sorry to bother you. In the time the Gemari was written, the Mukse uh, concept uh, was uh, around? Of course, yes. There was Obviously you were not allowed to write. No question about it. That's what you're asking? A no, pen? I mean, you're not allowed uh, by Mokse to touch the feather. Of course not. But of course right. not. You're right, but we're talking about Chiyuv Shabbos, that's the Raysa, that you have to bring a Chatas for. Do you I understand? So Mokse is only Midr Abonad. Ah. We want to get to a lab. we want to discuss am I high of my carbon Am I over the Torah-level prohibition? We're not, you understand? That's what we're concerned so with. All the samples, what's the purpose of the Gemoye in teaching us all the samples that are being hal You have to understand because it's very relevant because even if it's included in mukzah but mukzah you don't bring a carbon for. So you still need to know what if somebody did do it is he Chayavachatas? Did I carry the shear? Because we're talking about being Chayav for carrying. And, the, and carrying has a certain specific measure that's considered significant. That's what's discussed. You understand? Okay. And even though if you bring being where all of these are kareth, aren't they? Of course they're kares. That's right. But it, we didn't do it on purpose. Chas v'shalom. he didn't do it on purpose. He didn't realize. But am I high for carrying? Do I have to bring the carbon or not? That's why it's relevant. Okay. Okay, next question. Okay, but the Chiddush that we just saw here is that even though it's a very big, interesting Chiddush, even though I I never stopped walking, but the ink is considered at rest once it made it onto the paper because I wrote the letter. Even though the paper is not at rest, it doesn't matter because that's where... The ink landed, so to speak, on the paper, and that's in the public domain, it's already Shabbos. Next case. another Notarchid. Hotsios achas I carry enough ink. I walk outside and then I wrote it down. Okay, just enough for one ink. Now I didn't carry the shear as we know, right? The shear is have to have carry enough ink for two letters. If I didn't do that. I won't carry it. Enough for one letter. Then I went back inside, got a drop more ink, went back outside, and wrote down the second one. Potter, I'm still Potter. Why? My timer. What's the reason? once I went back inside, the other one is no longer liquid anymore. It's already dried up. So I don't have the two shiurim combining to each other. I'm not chayav for carrying on Shabbos. Okay, that's the kiddish. Okay. Um, okay. Um, okay. So, in other words, they just the two carings can't combine to each other. Okay. Um, so the Gemara says. What if I'm carrying, as we know, the shear of carrying is the size of a grogeras, a fig. I took out half a fig, and I put down the half a fig. And I went and got another half of it. I made two trips, okay? Each trip taking half the requisite amount. And I placed it down. And I placed it down we look at the first one as if a dog took it or it got burnt and upotter and potter, because the first half is basically even though you put it down but it's like it's gone and I'm not chayv and they don't add up to a sheer that's the point even though I did it in one mistake I'm still not going to be chayv the question is but it, why would you say it's considered as if the dog ate it or as if the fire burnt it it's still sitting there I have a half a I have a full fig that I carried out, albeit in two trips, so why is it my, why my potter? says, You're right. we have to amend what he's saying. big Meaning, if the first one got picked up before he got to put down the second one, then it's as if the first one was taken by the dog or burnt, meaning they, it didn't stay at rest the two of them together because one was no longer at rest by the time the second one came to rest. That's the Pshat. Okay? And that's the only reason of it. But if it would be still sitting there, then it would be Chayv. Okay. V'am Rava, Grogeris, he took out half a fig, V'aynicha put it down. of Holtzichatze Grogeris and then I took out a second half, Vehevira Derecholel. And I walked over with my second half of fig over the area where the other one was. am Even though I didn't stop to put it down there, am Big right? They add up to each other, even though I didn't put it down. Ba my why? Hallo, Nach, but it never came to rest. So what are you talking about? My answer is, I was holding the second half a fig within three tefachim from the ground, so I I was low to the ground. Even if it's within three tefachim from the ground, it still has to be put down on something. I understand it doesn't need to be a a big area, but at least it has to be at rest. It's not at rest; it's still in the air. So it says, "It's not difficult to come." That's what they say when you throw something. It's not considered at rest even when it's within three t'vachim from the ground until it actually comes to a landing. As opposed to when we talk about throwing, that's only when you're throwing. But when you're Mavia, when you're actually carrying it, that's a different story because it is at rest in my hand. And if my hand is, ca- is holding it low to the ground, within three t'vachim from the ground, that's a different story. Okay. Brings us to the next thing. Tana Rabbanu. Ch'otzi ch'otzi grogeres. He took out half a fig. Ch'otzi ch'otzi grogeres. And then he took out another half a fig. Behelem echad. All in one mistaken notion. Didn't realize. Ch'ayev. Why? The two halves add to each other. Beshte halamos. But if I took it out in two mistakes. Mistakes? Because they don't add up to each other. Meaning... I forgot it's Shabbos the first time I did it, then I remembered it Shabbos, and then I forgot again, and then I carried the second half. They don't add up, because there was a break in between. Okay. Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef Yomer, echad Echod Potter. Yes, it has, if it's one mistake, that's if I took it out to the same Rishus HaRabbit. But if I took it out to two Rishos, then I'm going to be Potter. Okay? Meaning, I didn't, I did, I put it in, there's uh, two Rishos and I didn't put it into the same public domain that I that the first one was. Amarava, um, how do you define the break between the two Rishos and That's a Machlokas. Rabbah says, It has to be that, let's say, my house is on one side of the road, then comes the public domain, and then there's a private area, or a uh, uh, and that which is a different level, also private area. And then on the other side, there's another road. So in other words, there's public, there's private, my house, then the public road thoroughfare, then another private area, then the other public thoroughfare, and then another private on the other side. So basically, like two streets, okay? And uh, the middle area is also private. So the point being is, is that. If I dropped off one in the one Rishos Rabbim, and then the other half in the other Rishos Rabbim, even if it was in Elam Echad, I didn't take it both to the same place. But the, the, the division between the two Rishos Rabbims need to be separated by a chi of meaning a real Rishos HaYachid. Okay? I will come on load, but if it's only a rabbinic break, that would not qualify. Just to give you an example, okay, you know there's a street here, West Belfort, and West Belfort has the road going uh, uh, from east to west. Once, the one direction going from east to west, the other one going from west from west to east. Okay, and in between there's a divider. The divider has some trees. Has uh, you know, it's it's not really a place for people to you know. It's not really the thoroughfare. So one can look at that as a as a divide between the public domain. Just, I'm giving that just as an illustration so you understand what we're talking about. So carrying from the public domain and stopping on uh, one side of the road and then have to cross over the divider to get to the other side. and then So what does that divider status need to be in order to say it's not the same a Rabbin, and I'm not Chayiv, Even if it's Behelem Echad, even though I did it in one mistake. The answer is, Machlok, as according to Rabin, has to be a Chivchatas B'neim, not a Kamalist. Carmelis is a rabbinic separate domain. And by Amar Philo Carmelis, he says even a Carmelis, but what doesn't qualify is Avopisla Lo. Pisla, which is just a little board that's blocking the path, that's like not really a Rishus in its own right. It's basically, um, it's, it, uh, it fills, it's basically, sometimes you have a piece of wood that blocks the entire Rishus of and everybody just has to step over it. And if I put it down on and, and I have to cross over that that blockage, so to speak, and I put one on one side and one on the other side, that doesn't count as a separate domain. This is Shitasu Rishus Shabis, Rishus Gitin It's an interesting thing. I don't know if you remember, it's been a while, but in Meseka's gitin, we talked about when a person is throwing a get to his wife and the wife is sitting in a, pro- in, a, in a in 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 his property, um, and then it doesn't land where she's standing. It lands on a little ledge of something. So we say that he's only giving her the just where she's standing, that she should be able to receive the get there. And if it's on the ledge, he doesn't really give that to her. It's considered a separate domain, and that's the same logic that he's applying here. That the, that that little board that blocks the ruchasharabim already qualifies it as two separate domains. Okay. Bringing us to the next thing. Chol. They're talking about the blue um, mascara, basically what they put on the eyes. Oh, the women put on the eyes. Could they lichol to put on one eye? So the question is, whoever carries, I mean, that's already sheer carrying, enough to color one eye. Which lady is ever going to do only one eye? You're never going to only put... the whatever the color, the mascara only on one eye. You're going to do it with both eyes. Hello, kachli, right? Aynachas gemur Hello, kachli. Nobody does that. So am ravuna The very modest women, they won't, um, they won't show both of their eyes. They're covering the whole face, including the eye, one eye, and then they're going to look out with the other eye. Okay. Um may say the Gumara Sakash on that Rebishim and Benalazar Omer Kikhol Imler Fua Kede Likal aynachas. If it's it kihol, if it's blue, if it's for fua, it's enough to blue one eye. Imla kasha it beze nayim. But if it's for if you're if the khol is not for medicinal use, if it's for medicinal use, so even one. But if it's for just beauty, so then, it's for both eyes. So you see it's both eyes. So you just said one eye. Here it's saying for two eyes. It actually depends where you live. It's an interesting thing. In the city, there's a lot more people and, uh, and you need to be extra covered up uh, and they would only show only one eye. But in the, in, out in the villages, which is not as... Routed, and it's not as there's not as much frivolity in the small in the, in those areas. So therefore, they can afford to have both eyes showing. It's not as dangerous, and they would color both eyes. It's an interesting difference. Okay, next one we uh, skip the parentheses and go to Devek. Devek, Kede Litain Birosh Hashivshav. Okay. The, the glue is enough to put on the Rosh Ship I didn't explain what that means. So We're talking about here a, uh, enough glue to catch a bird, which is very interesting. What they used to do is they would have a pole that the birds like to rest on. They would stick the glue all, all along the pole. When the birds come to rest, they would, you know, hold on to it. And then, When it comes, they want to fly away, they can't because they're stuck on the pole, because their feet come glued down. That's one of the ways used to trap birds, and how much glue is significant, enough glue that would stick the birds to it. Okay, and that's the idea. Zephes v'gafres kadeh lasos nekev. What does that mean? Ketanah kadeh lasos nekev katan. Basically, they would use it as a seal, and it would be enough of a seal that you can make a small pinprick in that pitch, to be able to uh, uh, get out the, um, I think it's mercury actually, that they used to use it. That's uh, what Rashi says earlier, it was to hold a container that was meant to hold kessef chai. Okay, so you need some way to extricate it, and uh, so it's sealing and make a little hole in it. Next, charasis, we talked about the earthenware piece, Kedelasos piquor. So, which means the memory of It sounds like Rabbi the shear, which says that it's for the tripod for the in the Mishnah is a bigger shear. But Hakaim alon Shu'ud of But we have a general opinion that the largest shear is the Rabbi shear. So the Tanan Rabbi Yudah Omer the they little menom midas mino Um The amount of gemi was enough to measure the 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 foot of a minor. So Gemara says, Yeah, it's for a little bit for the tiny for for a, 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 a very small oven. So then it's like one leg of the tripod of a small oven. So um, it's just to it's just enough actually to seal it, and that's the small amount. Okay, we're gonna do like if you have a little bit of cracks. I'm just going to cover up the cracks with it so that, uh, in, indeed, Rav Yudashir of the charasis is the pottery material, is is uh, basically much smaller. Okay, next we talked about, skip the parentheses, top of the page on Daf Pei Omed Beis. Tan Seor, carrying out hair, what is the chiyof? Kedeh Lekabel Bosatit, enough to mix with mud. They used to use um, other material, farm material, to help strengthen the mud structures. It's not really mud, I don't know, it's like a clay. But uh, hair, it, it gives something that it can bind onto and then it'll be able to keep its structure. So it actually, similar to what we have when we use cement, we use these, uh rebar to hold the cement onto and it strengthens it. So hair actually used to strengthen... The tit, the tit, the mud, the mud structures, and uh, and teeth uh, is for the mouth of the oven of the goldsmiths sid lasud. And then we talked about plaster enough to plaster for the daughter for a young daughter. So we're going to see more about that. Tana lasud et spektana the small finger of the daughters. Now I'm reviewing the marab benos yisrael so we're talking about uh, Jewish girls that are are already hit puberty before they hit the age of puberty. So in other words, they're mature too young. So it it does it's unseemly for them to be uh, growing hair in these areas that would indicate that they're already of age. Okay, when they're so much younger. So what they used to do. So Benosanim the uh, Poor girls, toflos some bisid. plaster is the cheapest material of the of the options, and they would put a little bit of sid on, and then they would pluck the hairs when they would pull it off. Okay, now it's dangerous, as we'll soon see. Pinosa shirim, the wealthy women girls, toflos also they would uh, they would take flour, basically it was like uh, flour and water becomes like paste, and that's how they would peel it off. And they would use the best system, which is obviously most expensive, which is myrrh oil. We'll explain what that is in a second. As we find in Beguus Esther, all the women had a regimen, a beauty regimen, before they went before the king, entire year, six months, in myrrh oil, which was a whole process that, that basically would remove the hair, the body hair. Okay? Now, my Shem and Amor, what is Shem and Amor? Reb Huna Amar Sateches. He says, it's Sateches, which uh, I'm not sure what that is exactly. Okay, Reb Yom Bar, Reb Yom Bar Abba Amar, Shem and Zayis It's uh, uh, olive oil from olives that are not fully grown, that are only a third of the way ripened. It's a highly astringent a oil and that uh, pulls out the air. Now, Tanya, Tanya will learn the to so review the Omer An uh, Piknun. What is An Piknun? That's uh, It's uh this this It's this olive oil. Why would they use it as a uh, on their skin? Shem Esaser because it causes the hair to fall out. Um Basar and it also softens the skin. Rabivi Havali Barta, Rabivi had a daughter. Tafla Ever Ever and he wanted and she uh he wanted her to be beautiful and desirable. So he what he did was is he used the sid, but he did it at a very slow pace of only one limb at a time. A tiny bit at a time to remove the hair in that area and it also brings out a certain nice uh, red appearance on the skin. But he did it very slow. And because she became so beautiful afterwards, he got a, a, a Shidduch, a run Shidduch, very wealthy from a very good family, um, and took care, and uh, he got 400 Zuz out of that. So his neighbor was a Gentile, and he looked at that, and he saw what he did, and he saw... Oh, what wow, a he made! He was pretty, pretty impressed. And Bartan he also had a daughter, so Tafla b'chad zimna. So he covered her entire body with the sid, and he pulled it off. He didn't have the patience, and umesa, and she died from the pain. It was terrible. Amar, so he said, "Katal RabiVi the party. killed my daughter." Of course, you know it's easy to blame somebody else. He never told him what to do. He never told him to do anything, but uh, he blamed it on RabiVi. Okay, Amr Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman says Rabivi, the Shasi Shekhra, his family is into beer drinking, so therefore, Lobayan, so therefore, Bayan Tafla. Apparently, drinking beer increases the hair, and uh, that's why they needed help. Anand, the we don't drink beer by us, it's not our, our drink that we go with, so Lobayan Bansi Tafla, they don't need. Um, uh, they don't need uh, that that system, okay? They don't need the, the hair removal system. Uh, very interesting. So, um, anyway. Well, now you know that when you drink beer, it grows hair on your chest. Okay. At least that's what it sounds like. Maybe that beer. I don't know. Next one. Rebuda Omer Lasud Kilko. What does that mean? My Kilko or my Antipi? Remember, there was two sheetas. The Rebuda says Kilko and we saw also in the Mishnah another option of that it's enough to make an antipi. Rav Nehemia says they lost an antipi. So enough seed for Rav Yudha is a kilko and for Rav Nehemia it's an antipi. We didn't define what these things are in the Mishnah. So what are they? So that's the question. So Amarav, Tzidah Ubas Bas Um tzida is um, uh, so, so what are these two things? So, uh, tida Rashi says is the is on the temples to keep for the hair that grows on the temples. Okay, and uh, bas tida is for the fine hairs like the peach fuzz hair that, that grows and pulls that out. So that sounds like remember, the memory. The, the Shudra of sounds like Rabbi is talking about a more major amount, and uh, and Rabbi Yude Nafish isn't the rabbi's amount the, the larger amount. So the Gemara says no, Um zuta med rabbanon v'nafesh med rabbeinu. is in between; he's less than the rabbis here, but he is more than Rabbi Maybe Based we have a cache on that. Rabbi Niran. Rabbi Yehuda bechavut v'div Rabbi Nehemiah bebeitz bebeitzas hasid. Okay, or beitzas hagir. So what does that mean? I I understand Rabbi Yudah makes more sense to me in the. Chavot, which is a type of um, very watered-down plaster, um, which is d- done for that area. And uh, that would be the shear if it's that watered-down. And for Rav it would have to be in clumps. Okay, which sounds like Rav Nechem is talking about a larger amount. it would be the same liquidy type of material. So, Yitzchak, Amr Yitzchak. Amrit Vera Ami, and Deepa. So, which means we're talking about uh, a different thing, okay? Um, which is uh, this is a, a, a earthenware keli that has, that basically has two openings in it, and, um, and they would basically seal one of them with the SID so that it's going to be able to use as a container. So the Gemara says, really? Why would a person want to throw out his money? You know, sid is not a strong material. It it can be water. It can you know break apart, and therefore, if you fill it up on the other end, eventually the wine is going to eat right through that, and it's going to drip out on the other side. So why would you want to waste your things? It's not a good container. In other words, elam ravkaana what it is, what the SID is being used for, is for schnassos, which is basically, Rashi explains, when you have a large container, and you need to know, you want to know how much in each line, so you have a measuring cup, basically. And they use the SID as a marker, so you know, this much is for a half a cup, this much is three-quarter cup, two-thirds of a cup, and you have the lines marked off and they used the Sid to basically make the lines on the side of the Kali. So that's how you would know. So, uh, like the Mishnah says, this is, It was one hin measure, quarter hin for this one, shlisha uh, hin for the other one, chatzia uh, for the, hin for the par, each one measured so you could just fill it up till you know which size you need. Vibaysema, another possibility, Mayadipa, what does that mean? Aputa, which is another explanation, which basically is, um, which is for the forehead, not in the area where it produces hair at all, nobody grows hair over there, but it, when you take it off, it makes it reddish, and that looks pretty, okay? It's like, you know, putting on, you know, rouge, whatever, whatever, something, blush, putting on blush, Okay? So um, as the story goes with this, Bargolo, the eagle of came to Babel, to amulek, come and teach us about the Maisei Kava, about the whole um, vision of Yechez. Let me say over, as Rabbi Rab- 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 Nechemia um to his friends, and all of a sudden, a which is a type of a, a bug, came out of the wall, um, Dipe, and hit him on the forehead, um, lis, and he died. Amuley, mindiley, daley, which means that basically it was wrong of him to, he was the one who caused it to himself, because it is not appropriate to publicly teach the secrets of the Torah, and that's why that happened to him. Alright, so that brings us to the Mishnah. Um, next one, next material. Adama, Adama, um, which is a type of red uh red material that 's uh, like a type of a clay which is like the seal on the chest that they to show that it hasn 't been opened uh it's like like the the seal on letters that everyone knows that the letter hasn 't been read except by the recipient uh the choladak—that's uh, zebel—is uh, uh, the you know to th- th- fertilizer and choladak the thin sand. Kedel zabel, kolach krov thats enough to uh, to fertilize a, a, sm- a small cabbage, um, according to Reb Yehuda. For chamor krisha a single crest, which is less. Cholagas thick sand, not the fine sand, but the thicker sand. Kedel itan al seed. Um, that's enough to put on uh, the Gemara. will explain uh, uh, to put in the trowel. Okay, we'll see what, what what why we're putting that in the trowel. We'll get to that. And kana, or, uh, uh, basically a piece of reed. Because you could make a writing in, implement instrument out of that. But if it's too thick for writing, or it's cracked or It has too many bumps on it, it's going to be more and enough as firewood to cook a, a easy egg okay beitzim, the easiest egg to cook of of eggsufa, which is already scrambled, then asunabel is in the pot, so it's like just enough to cook that egg, which is that 's the math that you'll be higher for because it 's not good for making a writing material only as firewood. then the shear changes now. Uh Al al Mulay kafsid, what does that mean? Tanakideh liten al pi kafshal um Man tana, who is that to hold malilele sid? Since when is sand good to put into the plaster? Some Rav Chizda, Rav lo yosod as based You are not allowed to make your house with white, you know, as white with straight uh, whitewash, basically. With the plaster, because it's too white and it's like, you have to, you know, and it doesn't look, and it's too nice for having been in a, after the destruction of Beisemekdash, you don't want it to be so pretty. Alum you have to or Chol, you have to put something in it to make it not as bright, either grain, straw, or sand to basically dull the color, a little grayish. Reb Yudomer, Teven, Mutter, Chol, Aser, Mepnei, Trachsid, because it strengthens it. So Rav Amar, no, I feel the It could be going through a Kilkulo, zeutikuno, which basically means that's the uh, that's why it's uh, useful because they used because that's what you're supposed to do is actually um, it makes it darker. So therefore, it w- it's uh, it's appropriate and that's the shear. So it's not that it's necessarily good to have the sand, but that's what's allowed to be used. You would normally use a little bit of sand in your. Uh, in your plaster, so it should be darker, and that's the shear that we're talking about. Okay, bringing us to the next thing. Kana Kede The reed, enough to make a, 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 a pen out of that. One second. Um, can you mute yourself, Oren? Okay, all right. Did you just start, or are you finishing? We're finishing, we're finishing. Okay. Komus, uh, 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 so that's the, the story with the komus, tana hamagia The komos is enough to get up to his uh, knuckle. Question is by ravashi Which knuckle are we talking about? You know, are we talking about a short stub of a pen, you know, like the first knuckle, or the upper knuckle, or the lower knuckle? That's the question. So the gemara says not clear. Uh, how long we're talking The pen needs to be, it's too thick for that, so so then you need more, much more to be chayev, enough to make an egg now, trufa it's mixed with oil on and it's sitting in the pot now, what is the lightest egg? What does that mean? It's the egg of a certain bird. So the Gemara says, Do you mean because it's such a small bird? There's smaller birds than that. It could be a tiny swallow or something. Or whatever. Hummingbird. So he's silence. Maybe you heard of something? Let me tell you what Rav Shesha says. Chicken eggs. That's the egg. Now what do we mean? It might correlate. The egg that takes the least amount of time to cook is a chicken egg. Why do we uh, need more uh, than the regular shear of the size of a fig? We're assuming a fig is smaller than an egg. We're talking about the, uh, as to be able to cook the the egg. Okay, But we're not talking about how much, had uh, the size of the egg, which egg material, we're talking about a chicken's egg. How much of the size of the chicken's egg, we're talking about the size of a grogueris. Of course. And because everything in Shabbos is the sheer Krogeris, the size of a fig. But the, and that's the bottom line. And we'll stop over here. We made it to the Mishnah. And we'll take it from here tomorrow. Amir to Hashem from the Mishnah, at the top of the page. A pleasure learning with you all. Have a nice day. Have a great day.